0: Welcome everybody to Talking Elite with the All Elite Zone podcast. I am joined today with Connor, and uh, we are going to be doing a part two of one of the greatest wrestlers on the planet today, of Kenny Omega. So it's going to be a fun show, uh, Connor. Thank you so much for joining me tonight. How are you doing, buddy?
1: I'm doing pretty good.
0: I'm good. Um, what was like your first um, like moment you remember seeing Kenny Omega or that first, uh, like, what was that first, like, what was like that first time that you, you became a fan or at least watched one of Kenny Omega's matches?
1: So the first time I seen Kenny Omega was, uh, can you hear me? Yeah, you're good. All right. Uh, the first time I was seeing Kenny Omega was around when AJ Styles went to WWE in 2016 I believe he turned on AJ Styles. Uh, I don't know who Kenny Omega was, but you know the rumors of AJ Styles going to WWE and stuff. And the first time I seen Kenny Omega was him attack AJ Styles. Uh, I've seen him a little bit before, but uh, never really watched anything of his, but I really took notice once he turned on AJ Styles. Uh, I watched his matches with Okada on a... Well, they still come on XS TV, right? They on
0: yeah, they were on access for a little bit, yeah.
1: Like, they would have, uh, stuff at, like, 1 a.m., like, reruns of matches I would watch. Actually it's, uh, Kota Bushi Okada, um, there was some other matches, uh, and then I was thinking, when we set up with Ring of Honor, they had, like, the, uh, Night Ring of Honor versus New Japan. Uh, I remember it was, like, the Bullet Club. It was Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks versus Jay Lethal and the Briscoes. Um, uh, it was a very good match. Um, uh, but I really, really took notice of King Omega once he came to AEW, once AEW started. Like I, I knew King Omega before he came before AEW started, right. but I really like like knowing King Omega took to a whole new level uh, once AEW started. Um uh, see so yeah, I'd probably say around uh twenty sixteen really. Uh I know he's been with WWE before. Mm-hmm. Uh not he would like to remember but as a uh, in uh OVW, I believe or Uh, was it SCW? It was in something like that. uh, Yeah. That i seen that WWE posted. um, Yeah, about 2016 when AJ Styles went to WWE is when I first heard of the name Kenny Omega. Yeah.
0: Um, For me, um, it was right when Cody left WWE. That's kind of when I uh, got kind of fed up with the Federation at that time. Um, Nothing against them personally. It was just not what I wanted to watch. And I did, like, a deep dive when I saw like Cody joined Bullet Club. I wanted to see, you know, more about Bullet Club. And I've heard the name, you know, the Unbucks, Kenny Omega. I was seeing their merch and Hot Topic at the time. And I'm like, I wanted to see more about them. And um, started watching um, when he turned on AJ Styles. I was, like, the first, really, video that I watched with Kenny in it. And because I was, as you can tell, I'm a huge styles fan Um, and seeing that video of him saying that he had to starve himself, that he could not, you know, he had to play second fiddle to, you know, to, to styles. Like that promo was just so captivating. And then you had um, like P dog. I was actually about to get to this um, Omega versus Cody. I, like the whole who is leader of the bullet club and that whole storyline with the Bucks and they choosing Cody. Um, I think there was Bernard the business bear that was just like a random stooge. And, but like, that was like when I first started seeing Kenny Omega and then I watched him versus Okada and I had me hooked. And then like the first mm-hmm. like time I really like sat down and watched one of his matches live was when he went against Penta, um, El Zero. Um, you know, AEW is basically, you know, kickoff first ever pay-per-view that before it was even AEW. Um, so watching that, it was just such a good captivating moment. Got to see Kenny Omega for the mastermind that he really is. And then to see kind of where he's at now, it's, it's, the guy just keeps evolving. He just keeps getting better and better.
1: Yeah. I forgot, I forgot to mention that match. Him and Cody, I, I feel like AJ Styles elevated him. Even yeah, though he that, even, even gets that. Like, um, even though they never went against each other, they they did. Oh, they, oh, they did.
0: Yeah. So, um, like, so from last week, I mentioned this just briefly. So, they wrestled at a just like, small independent show. Oh, uh, really? This is before. This is when Styles was getting big, and this is just as Kenny was getting into the business. Kenny was actually getting very frustrated, and if it wasn't if it wasn't for AJ Styles, um, Kenny Omega actually would have quit wrestling. So he owes yeah. a lot aj styles and he's the one that you know helped you know candy get into new japan and start the golden lovers so yeah it's it's crazy to go back and look at how look at both their careers right now i think both styles and omega probably the most decorated you know world champions in bullet club at least in their history
1: yeah you're right uh was it like did this happen like like when AJ Styles was first getting into wrestling, or
0: it was like, yeah, it was like very start of both of their careers.
1: It's probably uh, 2003, 2004.
0: Yeah, I want to say like it was probably, I think, I think AJ was at TNA at the time. I can't, I'm trying to remember because yeah. I know Kenny did an interview on it. So, um, I'll see if I can find it. I'll post it on, on Twitter, but yeah, that's like, and then just like to so just, just see their careers, man. It's, it's, it's remarkable to see how big those two have made it, especially in the mainstream media. You know, yes, AEW is the second biggest wrestling company right now, but when you think AEW for me, Kenny Omega is one of the ones that pop up. Well, then again, you know, it's called all elite, all elite wrestling. You know, yeah. so especially with like the crazy adventures of the elite and um like he's just had one of my favorite he's probably my favorite consistent wrestlers. You know, even when say he may not be like the main the main you know main event you know feature um, he still has a big role on whether it's Triple A, New Japan, or AEW. Like he's probably one of the most consistently booked, you know, big talents of both promotion sides Roman Reigns and Cody Rhodes.
1: Yeah, I think he's definitely a minor well in AEW he definitely is out since they've started, you know uh you know the first four champions, Jericho, Moxley, Omega, Hangman. Omega, yeah. And that was the four uh Kenny Omega had that as his profile as his wallpaper on Twitter, I believe. <laughs> Those four, yeah, those four as the uh, and he main evented how many pay per views? It was, uh, well, technically full gear 2019, wasn't the main event, but kind of was, yeah, uh, it should have
0: been. (laughs) It was still one of the best, you know, tag matches we've ever seen.
1: Uh, another one of full gear, him against Moxley. Uh, was was great, it was technically the main event, but it wasn't just Robert said that the show was officially ended and then it's the lights out. But he, as a champion, he main evented uh, Revolution, uh. Oh, uh, so many dynamites. He's main evented cover, yeah. nothing full gear, all out. Uh, he's really done everything in AEW. He's won, He's a AW world champion, tag champion, trios champion. He just needs to win the, uh, <laughs> he, he needs to win them real fast for add a new title, the TNT and all that. <laughs> and he's a first ever grand slam.
0: You know, I so would maybe. actually, now that the, uh, now that the elite aren't trios champions anymore, I would push him to be, I think it'd be awesome to see him as the uh, North Atlantic champion or what's the new name for it now? international international yeah dude have him do that and then i would have him do it like have him just briefly hold it for a few months have him hold it go to new japan and defend it at the tokyo dome i think Definitely. that would be a do it against osprey you know have have will osprey be the one to defeat him for that championship at the tokyo dome that would like because i know new japan loves a long storytelling and i think that would be a cool moment um one thing that I want Kenny to bring back, or at least in the AEW, because I loved it when he would do like those special like entrances at New Japan. Um have you seen any of his special ones that he's yeah. done?
1: I've seen his Terminator.
0: Terminator one was cool. Yeah. Um there is once he a...
1: did it. But once he did it, everyone did it. Triple H, Triple did H,
0: it. yeah.
1: Everyone did it when he did it.
0: Yeah, I liked Kenny's ter- I liked his entrance a lot better than Triple H's.
1: Yeah, like yeah, I totally think Kenny, Kenny Omega created that trend. Like Brian Cage did it. Kenny, uh, Triple H yes. did it. There were some other ones who did it. Like once he did it, it was the thing for wrestling. Like you had to do the <laughs> Terminator entrance. Yes, and it's kind of I can kind of see Triple H doing that with all his past rest, at least WrestleMania entrances. Yeah, that he's done over the years. So he's
0: like
1: the copy. Um,
0: did you see his like? I don't know what anime it was, but it was like he did like a mech suit kind of um or mech captain kind of attire and came out and had that giant gun. Do you remember that? I'm trying to remember what, what one that one's from. But that one was a really cool um that one was a really cool entrance. And then he had his last um championship match. Um was, well properly like New Japan World Heavyweight Championship match, where um I think it was Okada. But he had that whole, like, where Akata was, like, the final boss and just had that really cool Titan uh, titantron of, like, a video game. I thought that was really cool. Um, like, so I'm a huge video game nerd. And when he did sethroth at this last one, because I was in the middle of actually playing uh, Final Fantasy VII. And so for him to come out and do the whole sethroth entrance, if you guys haven't watched it, go back and watch that one. But that's probably one of my favorite one of his entrances um, do you have any? It could be AEW. Do you have any specific entrance that you like that Kenny has done?
1: Um, it's a tough one. I know have it's the helicopter. Not... What one was the helicopter one?
0: It was like it was uh it was a random dynamite. Him and Ken, it was like right after him and Don Callis got together.
1: <laughs> oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, that one was
0: really cool. Like you can't top a helicopter.
1: Um. Trying to think pay per view wise, which one would be? I know which one it's not. It's not the one where he uh he came with the girls, and so I just wasn't. There. Yeah,
0: like the you know like the cleaner girls.
1: Like like <laughs> it was it was a cool entrance once they yeah included them. Uh, that's tough. Probably his uh, Wrestle Kingdom against uh, Okada. Yeah, uh, the one that went an hour, I believe, like it was an hour match or something. Jeez. I believe that was it. Yeah, that one was. It's
0: just nuts. Like I've watched. I haven't watched the full match, but I've watched highlights from that one. And, yeah. It. Yeah. It just proves like how crazy like Japan wrestling is, and I'm glad that they finally had the balls to do that on an AEW pay per view. You know, that you know, Iron Iron Man match because that was yeah. entertaining. Um, I think another cool one. This is with the Elite though when they did the Street Fighter gear.
1: Oh that yeah, one was, that, that
0: one was yeah. awesome. Um I need to get the figures for it. Apparently they're at GameStop now, like actually yeah. plentiful. Um there was those ones, there was that entrance, and then there was the oh, brain. Injury. Oh, it was when it was on a Halloween special when he came out as sans from Undertale.
1: Oh, they also came well it kind of came back they came out that was the Ghostbusters.
0: The, 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 um, <laughs> the ghost, yeah, the yeah. Ghostbusters, they did the they did the elite squad.
1: Um, yeah.
0: That one was really fun, you know, and it's just crazy that to think that you have the best tag team in the world and one of the best wrestlers as a faction. Like They sh- yeah. they really are the dominant fact really compared to the shield or, you know, the bloodline, really the elite, you know, whether you like them or not, they're probably one of the most dominant factions of almost of any wrestling promotion, at least of modern day.
1: Have we done a um, wrestling factions as a topic of talk? Top- we me. need to.
0: We haven't done it yet. I think uh, that
1: would actually be pretty cool.
0: Yeah, I think I'll pencil in for next week because I'm still one, trying of to complain.
1: Like... like this is off subject, but one <laughs> of my favorite uh was uh I wasn't gonna lie for but uh evolution, Randy Orton, mm-hmm. Triple H. At that yeah. time, like that was I did I didn't even live through it, but just going back and watch and watching it was really cool. Oh. Yeah, but... we'll we'll go more we'll do
0: that next week for sure because you know, we, get, we could easily talk about The Shield to Bloodline, House of Black. There's so many great factions now, you know. Yeah. So I think we'll be, like I said, I think we could do a whole... We'll do a show next week on that. Um, Jobber
1: Squad. <laughs>
0: Jobber Squad, yes. <laughs> um, with Kenny Omega, do you hold any... This is just, this is a more specific question for you. Um, Are, are you still... Are, did you lose any kind of respect for him when the brawl out happened or did you, or were you just not like, were you just not caring and just like, okay, I'm just going to but bygones be guy guns. I want punk back. I want the elite back and just enjoy it. Like what was your thoughts on that whole.
1: At first, uh, <laughs> at first I really didn't have anything towards Kenny Omega. Just the young bucks really. Cause, uh, CM Punk and Kenny Omega, like he, he wasn't even involved in the fly apparently, mm-hmm. but, uh, I never like really hated them. Like the Bucks, and them. I just disliked their, uh, I don't know their uh, philosophy of wrestling, I guess. Uh, but I never stopped like I don't, I don't think that, like, they're terrible wrestlers because they're one of the best. They're yeah. one of the best, you know, tag teams and trio or singles with King Omega. Uh, I never uh, lost interest to King Omega, I guess. Like. Some other people like Jim uh, Cornette <laughs> or something like that. I'm, yeah. I've never been I've never been like that towards them. I don't. I don't feel like I have. Uh, at this point, I've kind of gotten over the, <laughs> the thing. Yeah, now, it'd be, it's be gonna, be Yeah, it's I, gonna
0: be a good match though if it happens.
1: No, that's a that's a dream match. Kenny Omega versus CM Punk, it, and it had to happen at All Out because I, I I remember uh, when AEW first started, it was in 2020. Someone made the graphic of CM Punk versus. <laughs> Kenny Omega All Out 2025. Like, that was the date. So, it could happen. Uh, yeah, that's the thing. It's, you
0: know, we're still waiting on Sam Pump to get, you know, healed up. So, he's also, uh
1: was it Heals Season 3?
0: Oh, I forgot he's doing Heels I forgot about that. I think but, it two uh, or three. I can't remember.
1: I think it's Season 3. I haven't watched it, but I know him and AJ Lee both going to be in it. Oh, that's good. Because, yeah. Because I think
0: that's a a, a huge dream match it would be Kenny versus versus Punk. I don't care if it's for the world title, but that that would that right there would be a great match. And you could do it for the number one contendership for you know Max. I feel like that yeah. would set set up for your next big story. You know, especially because like I said, you could do a blood feud with you know have that on the card and have FTR versus the Bucks. Have them like be back to back and just like cater to the fans and then set up yeah. for your your bigger, you know, stories going out that way. Especially if FTR gets the titles, which
1: Yeah, so. <laughs> that has like that has to be the payoff really. Because I don't FTR, think uh, top guys. I, I was I've worn a superhero shirt earlier, but kinda got dirty. Then yeah. I have a
0: But looking at it, I think especially with FTR and, and punk, like there is a lot there. You know, there I don't care if like you don't care if it's just with the elite like I would love to see that Trios faction you know, I think they would be another one that you could have be trio world, you know, holders and have that credibility.
1: Who are you know, punk and punk
0: and FTR. Like yeah. Think about how many young guys can they put over and young factions that you have on that roster as of right now. There's so many teams that they could help bring up to their level. So that mm-hmm. way, like I said, there's there's possibilities. That's you know, that's one thing that's with dream matches. Um with Kenny Omega, do you have any other dream matches? Because I know oh, we're getting yeah. one tomorrow.
1: Yeah, I got uh, a lot of dream matches with Kenny Omega. Some may not may never happen, but uh Kenny Omega versus CM Punk for one. Uh <laughs> Kenny Omega and Adam Cole. I still want to see that match. They uh but but they have to have Bobby Fish in that. Like are they, are they cannot just not do that trios match. Like they they can not do that. I would say Roderick Strong, but I don't know when his contract expires. I don't care if it's just for a one-time thing. It's just to bring Bobby Fish back. It's just one match. Then he can go off and say his little catchphrase again. <laughs> his catchphrase. But like But that's actually made him a lot of money, surprisingly. But uh, Dream Matches, uh, Adam Cole, CM Punk, uh, Triple H. That's never going to happen. Uh, I love, love this. One. Terminator, Triple H, Terminator, CM Omega. <laughs> I'd have been something. That promo
0: battle would be legendary.
1: Uh King Omega and Finn Balor, Kenny Omega and AJ Styles again. uh Kenny Omega versus Buddy Matthews in a one-on-one match. Yes. Uh, man, the list can go on and on and on.
0: I still want to see Kenny versus um Malachi.
1: <laughs> that would be that be really would good. be
0: just a hard-hidden do like almost kind of like do that similar storyline you do with Pac. Um yeah. and just had that, you know, have that hard-hitting Iron Man match. I think that would be. That'd be a good way to close off a dynamite or you know or a pay-per-view, just depending on how you want to book it. Um, I would no, love to didn't. see has he gone up against Dante Martin? I can't remember. Because I know they um, had the whole sports entertainment gimmick, but I can't remember if he went up against Dante in that time frame. I want to say he did, didn't
1: he? Uh he may have had a singles match mm-hmm. too. Uh, I would it's, love to you know, I know they've had a trios match. Yeah, that's the true, they
0: have trios. But a singles match, that would be... I think that would be a good one. Especially because I feel like Dante might be the next Kenny Omega. I I think because he's like... I've gone back and I've watched some of Dante's matches from the past and then to now. The kid's slowed down a little bit. At least it looks like his strikes are hitting better. must be. Like I said, so that's a good sign. Well,
1: well, he's getting... Well, AR Fox. I mentioned before that he he doesn't miss anything. Like the move he does. He goes really fast. But he's also... It's hard to say. Like he's going fast and slow at the same time. Like he's going really fast, at pace he makes
0: it look explosive. Time. Like so, you know,
1: it's really good that you no, know, he's with top flight able to you know rub off on them. Yeah,
0: but it's, that's it, one thing. Ar Fox is very explosive. Makes it look like he, like I said, Kenny yeah. does that same offense where it looks so explosive, but it's
1: you it's, know it's just it's it's really slow but really fast. Same, well, he's really slow but quick. Mm-hmm. If that makes me sense. Yeah, um, I'll know, see, yeah. But one of them, the dream matches, they teased it on Impact, but they never did it. Was Kenny Omega versus Josh Alexander? Uh,
0: they need to do
1: that one. Yeah, that that that'd be a really good match. I think. Uh, I don't think Josh is going to stay there forever.
0: Mm-mm.
1: So, I Oh, uh, one match uh, I want to see Kenny Omega and Hangman team up again and go for those tag titles again because my I I think they've been the best tag team title holders they've ever had story wise I, I agree nice. with you on that besides
0: I would say the I would say FTR and the Bucks had a good story as well. I'd say F T R would be number two because like I said Kenny I think it's because you had that passion. Fans were invested you know they were planting seeds left and right for that turn.
1: It was the uh they won it no they didn't have it then. But uh the teams that they won against uh well I wasn't gonna say at bash Batch the Beach but it was it was Kenny and hangman versus the young Bucks versus I think private party and Santana Ortiz, and oh yeah. my god, that match was something else. Um, but I think, uh, you know, I thought I, I thought that they were one of the best tag team champions that they ever had. Uh, I really don't feel like FTR and Young Bucks really got their what they've should have gotten. You know, the first match was in front of no fans. Yeah, everyone was on dynamite, but they needed that pay per view match like that. They you know, needed play. that
0: big payoff now that we have yeah. fans back because. You know, that, that's, that's the thing is like, I, I think, I don't know if it's like, I just, I'm so, I'm still high on that match, but I don't know if it's because like, like I said, AEW was my distraction during the pandemic and yep. I was still enjoying it like I do now. It's just,
1: and they're still 1-1, one, one, so they still got that tiebreaker. Yeah. And think think about it, these
0: bucks lose to FTR if they get, if that's the direction they're going to go. Because Apparently, they're still yeah. like not sure of where they're going, but also reports now it's Dave Meltzer, so who knows? Dave Meltzer has said that they've signed long term deals, you know. Uh,
1: apparently, you know, Dax Dax posted that they've uh, him and Catch has made up their minds what they're gonna do, but none's official yet. But yeah. I don't see them coming back to AW, and just leaving again
0: with that big pop in that direction. No <laughs> way, see like, because I, like, yeah. I
1: don't see how that could happen.
0: Because if they like, were, like, leaving, like... Say, one, went, yeah. I wouldn't if even have how on there. If they were leaving, like, teams, like, in the territories, they'd put the young guys over, like, they'd know if they claimed, and then leave.
1: Which, but why they've already done that, too. Yeah. And now they're back, so...
0: Now look at you.
1: Is I don't, I don't know if you know who DeAndre Jordan is. You know that basketball player? Uh, no, I do not. Well, what he did was he, he signed with the Dallas Mavericks and then <laughs> changed his mind and left. Out of... That's, that kind of reminds me of uh, that, but I don't okay. think if you just download them, they they do that. No, they, I thought like they are staying with AEW. They, they have they have more respect for Tony than that. They'll they'll, they'll probably uh have a combination of what they've been doing, you know. But yeah. they they want a lot of schedule, and AEW as it is it is a lighter schedule. Like you can just work with AEW; and that's already a lot of lighter schedule.
0: Because even with like their house shows, if you look at it, their house shows like they're not as frequent as WWE is. Like you're not wrestling like four or five nights out of the week. Yeah. You know, you're maybe doing maybe two or three, depending if you're doing, you know, um, ROH. So, um, another fun match. I'd love to see Matt Taven. I think Taven and Omega would be a great singles match to do on Dynamite. Uh, I think like I said, I think that's something that, especially with Taven now being on Ring of Honor, you know, I feel like you could use, you know, the kingdom more. And if we can't do, you know, the elite versus, um, you know, versus, you know, uh Adam Cole and you know, Red Dragon, you could easily do um Adam Cole in the kingdom. They have the history yeah. there. Um I think Kenny Omega going up against um Jeff Hardy would be fun. Yeah, that in would a singles match. Hopefully. I'm not sure if Jeff Hardy's coming back, but if he does, that that's what I would do. And then the big one that I want to see that I think is going to happen, I think by the end of this year, I think it'll happen. I think it'll happen at Full Gear, um, and that would be um, Takeshita.
1: Yeah,
0: I think Takeshita. kind
1: of planting seeds for that with uh, Don Callis or whatever that's going to turn into. Don't
0: you want to see a don Cassidy of Don Callis on a pole match?
1: I, I don't see. I don't see him working with the elite. I don't think he could be like. Uh, I don't know where they would they betray him like if they're gonna betray him as Brandon Cutler he can't pull up Brandon Cutler
0: no <laughs> I think what you'll have I think what you'll have to do is have like maybe a series of matches where it's Kenny and Takeshita tag teaming and then a one on one match and then have uh Callis just blow blow Kenny
1: but I know it's very team, sports
0: but... entertainment but
1: I know uh like Don Callis is like he hasn't won any matches but he, he beat Brian Cage he beat <laughs> he's beat all these people so he's technically done better without Don Callis. Yeah. But I look for Kenny Omega um, in the catch. Yeah. Uh, um, Ethan
0: says Kenny Omega can have a five-star match against anyone. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's true. His I think that's what's genius about Kenny. And something that, unfortunately, that knucklehead Jim Cornette does not understand, especially with Japanese wrestling. Japanese wrestling has some weird stuff as it is. But yeah. for him to go up against a trained kid wrestler you know a little girl who's 12 okay he didn't hurt her so that gives you that gives you a lot of credit to kenny omega
1: i think that was actually uh Rio. was that
0: Riho? i think it was. yeah that might have been yeah. Rio.
1: i know so, he won against a well it was a doll like he he, he went against he a went against some doll he made it i don't know that's really hard to do he made it like it was an actual five-star match
0: but, you know, but yet you don't, you know, yet Jim, you don't criticize like the blindfold matches or um, we we, we did Jeopardy a couple weeks ago. And what was that match with uh, that Aiden brought up with the dog, like the, was, I yeah, think it was I'd a big that. boss man with the dogs that were outside the ring and pooping. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, why aren't you criticizing that? Because at least, you know, Kenny Omega versus the doll or the little girl was entertaining. And the little girl was trained to be a wrestler, as, you know she was a plant. I yeah. don't understand his mentality, especially because he was, you know, enjoying wrestling at a time when you had the gobbledygooker you know, and, and the Red Rooster. I'm like, mm-hmm. those are terrible ideas. Like, like I feel like, like I said, it's part of just his character at this point. Like, I think
1: so uh, I don't agree with everything Jim Cornette as well. There's some things that I can see. Yeah. Uh, if if you really listen to his stuff like his uh listen to, like some of his past stuff like of uh, like marketing, everything that he's done, like some things I agree with, but uh yeah. overall it's just uh basically like Dex would said, if you like a lot of the stuff like you don't have to agree with everything he says, but some no. things is valid that he says, but
0: Yeah. Criticism most, is fine.
1: Most of the time I don't agree with a lot of the stuff he says, but there is some Like taking like it's it's kind of like Legos, and you're just picking out those one little pieces that are those thousands of pieces. You're just picking. Uh, Orange Cassidy. Yeah. So
0: this is my Twitch.
1: We got Twitch comment. Sorry, uh, sorry, I had to click on that because we never. No, no,
0: this is my this is my friend Jesse.
1: Oh really? Because we never get. He's a huge wrestling
0: fan, so shout out to Jesse. Jesse. Thanks for watching. Um, he wants to see Orange Cassidy and Jeff Hardy in a no DQ match if Jeff Hardy can. Is back that would be really good like that would be a that would be an insane match like i would love that would be a crazy spot fest
1: no yeah, i think he's coming back i he uh his stuff's recently uh been over so i'll give it a maybe a month or two and he'll be back i think he'll what's the next pay- is, it, is it is forbidden Door
0: the next pay-per-view or is there one after or is there
1: uh, we nothing next because forbidden Door's so in, it's in
0: may right yeah so
1: Door's in june
0: yeah I think, yeah, I think he'll come back in one. The, I think he'll come back at one of those two pay-per-views. I think he'll have to have a big pop.
1: I think uh, Matt Hardy even said that uh, he doesn't want to leave the way he doesn't want to end his career like mm-hmm. this. Like, he can't end it like this. At well, least just one match back, and that'd be it. But yeah. I believe he's going to have more than one match because I, I still want to see him and CM Punk again. Because yeah. I seen their last match, and at that point, like re- everything was real to me. Like I was maybe 10, 10 11 years old. I hated CM Punk because <laughs> I was a big Jeff Hardy fan at the time. I wore the uh, – I colored my hair, had the arm sleeves, had the necklaces. <laughs> I had everything. Jeff Hardy is my favorite wrestler. He beat him, and then I was done with it. And then Jeff Hardy comes out and says, well, there's still a Hardy on this show, but I could care less about Matt. At that time, I didn't care about Matt Hardy. Jeff Hardy was my favorite wrestler. Then he beat him. And then yeah. I hated yeah. CM Punk back then. <laughs> I hated him. See, I'm –
0: I'm actually a bigger Matt Hardy fan than Jeff Hardy. Like I love Jeff, really? but I like, I like Matt and I don't know. I just, I think, cause there's a lot of things that as a brother, I think Matt has helped me like, I guess, like be a better brother myself to my, my little brother. So and some of the things that he's helped Jeff with and kind of some of the insights he's had and about, you know, jealousy and all that part of his, you know, being part of his career. So
1: Am I, I you? loved you. Yeah. Might not not just just a big Like He's like like a lot of his songs too. Uh, oh
0: Jeff's one of the best, like I, I mean, think he's got some of the best lyrics of any um really any wrestler that's crossed over into the music side.
1: He gave me a free C D one time. I met him twice. <laughs> uh, also his uh his drawings are very, very, very good. If you've ever met him, a guy's his autograph, his autograph is unlike any other autograph. Um uh, talking about Jeff Hardy here. <laughs> <laughs> but, but let's we'll get back like, on topic here in a second if yeah. you've ever if you ever mm-hmm. met jeff hardy i should have got my well uh one one day we're gonna do a jeff hardy one of these things uh but his autograph is like none other like he puts a lot of effort into his stuff like his drawings mm-hmm. his music grass uh, of course landscaping yeah. <laughs> of course his oh uh was it he just dirt bike uh, he, he got hurt doing that one time i believe yep dirt bikes. He's just a fun guy. He just loves to live. <laughs> I, I like the Hardys. I, I love the both of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Same here. But Jeff Hardy and Kenny Omega would be good. It's never happened. Yeah, that would be great. I think that would be... You could easily do
0: that. So, uh, going back to Kenny Omega, um, let me ask you, I'm kind of curious to what you think about this. So, who did the sports entertainment gimmick better? Jericho or Omega? Because they were both very... It's, it's been very fun to see how different their, their vision of sports entertainment is.
1: I think. So what is your take on that? I think Jericho has really made AEW sports entertainment like. Uh, <laughs> with the way. Uh, King Megas was when he was with Don Callis, right? Yeah. He still Uh-oh. felt like. Because uh, he was doing Impact, too. Uh, Don Callis really made it still like. He was putting King Megas over. Like, he was better than oh my God, Billy Graham, all these people in the past, he'd name everybody and say that all these people, who was it? Grand Ganya, Vincent McMahon, who's better <laughs> yeah. than all these people? Uh, I don't know. That could go evenly, but I think Jericho has uh, he's, hes rubbed off on a lot of other people on AEW, I feel like, with sports entertainment. I feel that I they should be playing it like a, like a comedy uh, group, how bad WWE sports entertainment is at, at this point, but uh, but Jericho can do it. He's pulled off any kind of character, especially in his career. Uh, what is it? He went against the Y2J to the list of Jericho to painkiller to the painmaker. You mean? Yeah, the painmaker. He's he's played all kinds of characters. Uh, so it's not new for Kim, for Jericho, though. Yeah, sports up characters.
0: But what did you think? Uh, what did you think of Kenny when he like kind of stepped out of his and actually like, stepped out of what his normal character is and actually stepped into, you know, this heel sports entertainer character when he had the whole you know Triple H goatee. Um, yeah, what was what like, like? What was your like, thoughts on that?
1: I feel like Don Cows was Rick Flair and he was Triple H, but it, it was really an old school feeling. like he would go to Impact. He defended the world title, eight world title against Rich Swan. He mm-hmm. He'd go to Mexico to AAA. He'd wrestle in AEW. Remember, it was 2021? His first match, his his first title defense against Ray Phoenix uh, was really, really good. Uh, You know, he would go to, uh, like, he had all these matches in, like, Impact to, I don't think he went to New Japan, but he went to AAA. He went to all these places. It felt like an old school title run a little bit. Uh, I think his world title run was one of the best in AEW. Uh, I I, I, I really liked his because uh, like that wasn't he's never you never done that before like played that type of heel he's played heels but not but with not the anything. manager with yeah. the group not like that I, I really liked it. Uh, I wish they would have continued a little bit more with Impact like the uh, especially Frankie because there's Elite Hunter. I feel like he would go to. That, yeah, they
0: dropped the ball a little. I feel like elite.
1: he would go, like being called the elite hunter. He would go to Impact and hunt the elite. He would go to AAA and hunt the elite. Like, everywhere they would go, he would hunt them down as the elite hunter. But uh I like the—I uh, uh, don't know if it was an Impact or AEW—but when they had the elite van or bus thing and it got wrecked over by Moxley and yeah, <laughs> that was really funny. <laughs> See yeah, you know, I loved
0: um like this was like it was it was such a re it was like almost like a refresher for Kenny um yeah. stepping into that sports entertainment role because I was very entertained by it. Like i, I don't wrong, I think Jericho's done a good job with it too, but Kenny kind of took that one step further Damn. and had scripts asking Dom what his line was. Um, the whole cheesy kick in, you know, the groin with where he did to Evil Uno when he was calling when he was asking Evil Uno, Hey, have you ever been to Bangkok? Uh-huh. Got him right. <laughs> you know, it was it was stuff like that. And then, you know, his of course, you know, you know, leading up to the match, you know, with Kenny and then have you know, with, okay, with Kenny he had that m- leading up to that match um with um hangman. And having, you know, having the Bucks go into that sports entertainment side where, you know, where they, that whole, like, that whole weird sports entertainment elite. And like you were saying, like, they could have done a better job with the elite hunter. Because, yeah. like, because think about at that time, you, that's why I wish Tony Khan would have figured out, I wish he would have signed the Good Brothers. I wish he would have put the money down to send the Good Brothers. Because that faction right there was so much fun to watch. And how they're interacting with Hangman. And then when they brought Frankie Gazarian in, I'm like, dude, this is going to be great. And they kind of dropped the ball with Frankie Gazarian. Like, I just, I wish they would have.
1: I believe at the time, uh, wasn't it Kenny Omega? I mean, not Kenny Omega, John Moxley and Kenny Omega feuding in in AEW at least.
0: Yeah, they were, yeah, because he was doing that in AEW.
1: They they, could have built on a story like the Elite versus basically AEW. Because that's what they're portraying it to do. It could be the Elite versus Moxley, Kingston, uh, Frankie Kazarian and two others. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, that could have Frankie Kazarian against King Omega for the world title. You know, Frankie Kazarian is not going to win. But just to progress this, the the Elite Hunter. Like, when you take Elite Hunter, it's it's not – it doesn't matter where it's at. He's hunting the Elite. Yeah.
0: Like it could have, been,
1: yeah. like the, like that could have been like I they could done a grocery store. Thing. I don't know if we've been allowed to do that. The whole, on or, uh, the whole Booker T and Stone Cold. Yeah, that was that was really funny. I would like to see AEW do their own spin on that. And Kenny Omega and Moxley would have been very good because yeah. Moxley playing that. He kind of reminded me of Steve Irwin in a way. The way, <laughs> so like some of his promos were, and he, he played that type of character. And having him and Don Carlos out in Walmart or somewhere and Moxley. Them just burrowing in a grocery store would have been pretty yeah. funny. Because I think I think you're going to have to
0: lead up to something with Takeshita as of right now, just because going back yeah. to that, like looking at how Don Callis is acting, like he can't be a baby face. He's the best talker mm-hmm. in the game right now, at least one of the best ones when it comes to a manager right now. I think he does. He reminds me of almost like a Paul Heyman or like with Jim Corn- and Jim Cornette, where he got, he has to get heat. Like, you know, he gets good heat.
1: Imagine if um, Paul Heyman managed Kenny Omega.
0: Oh, dude, that
1: would—that'd <laughs> be really good.
0: Well, think he I watched a clip with—I um, could see him doing it because looking at look, he, Kenny doesn't really need a talker for him as much, hmm. you know. And looking at CM Punk when he was paired up with, you know, Paul Heyman and that whole like—he didn't really speak a whole lot. Paul Heyman, all it was was those like facial features that he did. So when you go back right. and watch a lot of CM Punk's promo during that time frame of his championship run, just Paul Heyman just like... And then like raising the championship up, raising it up again. Like he said it like it was like a workout for him. Um, Ethan brings up, yeah, Elite Hunter should have been booked better. Yeah. yeah. I think they could have done a whole lot. They could have done like a small faction with some of the guys yeah. that Kenny Omega was like... Moxley destroying. Moxley, they could have brought Moxley and Kingston into it. Right. Um, they could have... Brought, they could have teamed up with Dark Order. There was a lot going on during that time frame. And I think when Kenny before Kenny Omega got hurt, you know, Kenny was probably one of the most entertaining wrestlers on that roster.
1: Yeah,
0: um, especially like his promo right before the first Blood and Guts when we had that fir- you know, the first crowds back. I thought that was, yeah. I thought it was a good way to get people back into AEW with with you know with actually having a, a decent attendance there. So. Yeah. Um, other than that, I think so it was Kenny. He's a very special wrestler. I think. Um, with reports of him going to WWE, do you think that's going to happen or do you think he's an AEW for life?
1: Uh, I don't think he should go to WWE because I don't know. I don't know if he will or not. I, I hope he doesn't. Because um, if, if they lose the elite, then there's no more. I guess the uh, Found, mostly the Founding Fathers because Kenny Omega, because it's Tony Khan, like even without the elite, it, this was going to be something. Yeah. Uh, But without the elite, there wouldn't be elite in a W as the elite, which a lot of people forget how much money Tony Khan has. Like his family, his the loaded. Khan family is like one of the most richest families in the entire world. So that it, it, money is not really an issue really at this point. It would um, just be
0: on his happiness at that point. And yeah, what that's what it comes
1: to. down to. And, uh, I don't think in WWE he would have ever got to make a video game. No. And that's like a once-in-a-life opportunity you get is to make a video game, uh, which can Mega is a very video game person. Big time. Uh, but at this point, I've seen his comments. like He could just be using leverage to get more money, or he could just be just saying stuff to say it, or just to get people talking. You never know. Yeah, I think because he
0: danced a little bit around it on the Renee Paquette podcast or inside what's the, I can't remember her official name for a podcast, but um, he, I thought he did a good job of explaining that. And I think he didn't necessarily say he's staying with AEW, but it sounds like he's not, I don't think he's going to WWE unless like I said, unless Balor and AJ Styles and potentially Jay White, unless that intrigues him enough. But would that be enough to go? Because if you look at Ruin Reigns is thinking about, Retiring shortly or going part time after
1: I know a- what they'd be doing the, the Bullet Club versus the Bloodline War Games. I could see that,
0: yeah. Like, that would be I, I get I, I, I think, can see that without Kenny, too. So, who yeah. Who knows what's going to happen at this point? But I don't think Kenny or the Bucks will leave.
1: I don't think they will either. I just don't know, especially the Young books, who would they go against in a tag, di- in a tag division? I mean, no really a- a- I know AEWs is pretty bad, well, right now, but WWE is just see You have the Usos. At least they have some CSP. street profits. Like, what it the, the Maxim male models or
0: those? Yeah, that. Really <laughs> I know who you're talking about. Yeah, but it's like, like
1: if they mean like the Good Brothers,
0: way. but there's just not whole in Judgment Day, maybe question mark.
1: It, it just seems it, like... it'd mostly be another New Day and uh Usos would be. Yon and New Day, Young Bucks and New yeah. Day, Young Bucks and New Day, Uso's, 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 it'll be wearing the whole thing out.
0: Yeah, like I don't see, to be honest, I don't see him, Like I don't see him going, I don't see him going anywhere besides AEW. I think he has too much freedom, because I know that, you know, WWE let, you know, Shinsuke to New Japan, but.
1: That was a one time.
0: <laughs> and, and Mickey James, you know, came over from Impact, was announced as the Impact champion, but. To be honest with you, like I don't think they'll let Kenny do what he wants to do. I don't think he'll be able to go wrestle in New Japan. Or I, feel wrestle be, or I feel like
1: he was pulling teeth to get Shinsuke. That'd be pulling teeth to even yeah. get that to happen. Like but even with it, Triple H, I feel like that'd be just pulling teeth. Like that's a, it was a miracle, Ken, Shinsuke got that to happen.
0: Did did he? Did Great Muta ever wrestle in WWE or was it only in New Japan?
1: I don't believe he ever wrestled in WWE. Because I know I, Jushin... I know we did in uh, WCW. Yeah,
0: so that's... Okay, that, that makes sense. Why is he you know was
1: accountant? their accountant that they bought out WCW and they have that that resource yeah. type thing? Because some people, like I said in the Hall of Fame, they were never in WWE, but they, once they bought out ECW and WCW, I guess they consider that as a WWE product
0: now. Yeah, because well, even Jushin, because Jushin only had, what, one match in NXT?
1: Yeah, I wasn't yeah, just was Tyler Breeze, yeah. Yeah,
0: had Tyler Tyler Breeze and then he had his he had a little bit of those matches in WCW. So I can see so I, I can see that I'm glad he's gonna be inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame for yeah, even though it's not an official Hall of Fame, it's just to have a ring on your finger and say, I'm a WWE Hall of Famer on yeah. on, on you know figures and, and maybe,
1: I can't wait for at least maybe let like say ten years AEW would have their own or maybe even longer than that, have their own Hall of Fame.
0: I think they will because Impact had, because when did Impact start theirs? So I think, because I know they did, the, I know they only have the Impact Hall of Fame.
1: No, Steam was their first ever inductee. I want to yeah. say it was 20, 2012,
0: 2013. So it was pretty online with about 10 years. I think, I think AW could do it. And to be honest with you, yeah. I would just, I would do a Hall of Fame in Jacksonville and actually have like a wrestling exhibit slash Hall of Fame because I think that. I think that's what wrestling is missing. I know they have a couple like independent ones throughout the whole country of different Hall of Fames, but I think WWE goes. could benefit from it. I actually, have a Hall of Fame where it's like a museum where you have like Those the speaking. gears and matches. I don't like, know whatever
1: happened to that, but WWE was in talks to do like their own Disney World kind of <laughs> like museum. If you've ever been to WrestleMania Access, it's kind of like, like it was just a whole yeah. amusement park of WWE like rides. Autograph signings, a museum, like, like an exhibit to where see like, you know, Ric Flair's robe or, uh, I don't know, you know, different wrestling attires, uh, like you know the, uh, the the like Andre the Giant thing that they have, like the statue, yeah, thing, like that. Um, but I think Jacksonville, like, I don't know how they do. I would say Jacksonville Jaguars doing that. That's too big, but. A, a, a daily's place. I like, think that would be a perfect place. Like they could have like yeah. a unique. Well, like they could use the the pandemic stage for that, Uh for a hall of fame. That would be really good. Yeah. And I feel like Kenny Mega would have to be. I don't know how many they do, but I don't know if it's a class first one. Kenny Mega would have to be one of the first.
0: Yeah, I think you'd have to put him there. People and him, Sting, and probably, maybe Arn, maybe.
1: If the uh, senior do not 10 years from now, I feel like Cody Rose would have to be in that, even though he's not with them anymore. Like, at least the four could be uh, Kenny Omega, Young Bucks, Hangman, and King Omega, or I'd say Brandy, but I don't know what she really did in AEW. Really,
0: she was but more of like a backstage stuff, personality. Or backstage. I will say help. her
1: stuff with Dan Lambert was pretty good, yeah. Before he buried her, I was really curious to what that was going to be about, like, like, what that was. Like what, like what they was leading up towards that?
0: Cody just wanted to be a world champion. That that's it's it's so sad. It's kind of sad to see like this is gonna this kind of, <laughs> kind of go back to our. Right? I don't think Kenny Omega will do great in WWE because think about it. Fans will turn on Cody as soon as he gets the world. He gets that title. Oh well, well. yeah,
1: they're gonna turn on him because yeah.
0: right now they're like, oh, I love Cody. I was always cheering Cody. and like, especially like other <laughs> like podcasts like ours because there's times I'm like, yeah. um, I remember you saying that. Cody was doing the same shtick in AEW, and he hated him for it.
1: Yeah. The and same
0: promos, and he now they hated his guts for it. And, and now, then now you turn on. You're, you're going to turn on him as soon as he gets the belt. Same yeah. thing will happen to Kenny. They would pop big. They'll say "f you" to AEW. AEW were, should yeah. AEW going to fold <laughs> because of Kenny leaving. Which I don't think they will. Like, to be honest, if no. the elite left, they still have a whole bunch of talent that will. Like the
1: only person, right. the only person, if if one person left. A W would crumble as Tony. If, if, if Tony decided that like, that was it, there will be no AEW. Yeah, you know, t- I know Like it, it's his money. Like, it wasn't for... You know, the you could have started A W, but it wouldn't have been this big. Like It wouldn't have been this. It wouldn't have been on this level. So if Tony decides that he's done, that's it. You know? yeah. he, he's the only person that really could determine if it crumbles. I mean, you know, network, but they can always get on another network. Like That's no problem.
0: Yeah, it's just, I, don't, I, don't
1: know. I mean, I know there's certain wrestlers leaving, could impact uh, income of, you know, ticket draws ratings, but
0: really the only one that would really catastrophically hurt AEW is if CM Punk showed up at WrestleMania. That would hurt. That would, that would be not, it wouldn't be a killing blow, but no, it would God. be almost as bad as um, Cody. It'd be worse than Cody, but like, yeah. I think it'd be like how impact how almost how like their size of crowds are i feel like that'd be a, a pretty decent blow because like unfortunately like i said whether you like punk or not like punk is a draw yeah you know, you can't you can't deny that um even with de- depending on how you think about his backstage politics and all that bullshit um but if you look at it you know going looking at it you know he is a huge draw um unfortunately he does outdraw Kenny he outdraws the bucks He'd be the one that would be a real blow. Because think about it, now, if you keep FTR, you have the acclaim still the to be honest with you, I think the acclaimed out have outdrawn the Young Bucks. Yeah,
1: especially in 2022. Uh in 2022, like tag team wise, uh if your boy really never got there. Like, like they were kinda hot hotter outside of AEW. Mm-hmm. But in AEW wise, like they uh I would say February, March. When did they win the tag? They weren't in September. I would say in that summer, like June, July, they were really getting hot. When the, like there was a lot of injuries, you know, and they kind of s- stepped up because there for a while Max Castro was injured or Anthony Bowens. Then Max Castro got suspended, and so yeah. once they didn't when tells it all out, that's when their popularity just skyrocketed.
0: <laughs> well, I think now if you, I think FTR, I think they played it smart with the whole they're they're, they're wrestlers, they're old school con men you know if you look at it and with them coming you know going away and coming back it was probably one of the best things for their career yeah it kind of got that heat back um as we kind of start to wind down here um what do you think is next for kenny omega like where now that he's lost the trio trio belts what what do you think what, what do you think they should do with kenny omega or what do you think is going to happen with kenny omega
1: I know one match uh probably never going to see, but Brian Cage and Kenny Omega will be really good. Because I, I remember Kenny Omega even talking about it, that the one reason that that Kenny Omega wanted Brian Cage in AEW was for that match. Like, they teased it for so long. Uh, I, I believe it was right before he left Impact. Uh, like, there, there was rumors him going to Impact, and then he denied it, but it was actually true. Uh, uh, but he posted that picture, Brian Cage, him together. Then Kenny Omega retweeted one day, like this will happen, and uh, like that would be a really good, i I'd be, I'd be a really good match. I'm surprised it never happened in Triple at uh, Triple like thought that match would happened there. Um,
0: yeah, it, I don't like. I think Takeshita. I think that'll be the next big story for for Kenny. Um, I don't know if he'll involve the Bucks or they'll go off and do their own thing. Um, do you have? There's a new maybe a new storyline with on Adam Page where they reconcile, and I don't know if you do stuff with involving all four of them doing different aspects. Um, Jason, going back to what I said earlier, um, Kenny versus Malachi yeah, would be a good one. Um, another MJ. option I think would be great, let's uh, go with MJF's um, story, um, is have him beat all the AEW world champions.
1: Didn't go with him. And yeah, then
0: yeah. And have him... Oh, how would of-
1: that work? Because so without the Punk in that,
0: so no, that's that's the thing. So you would start Ooh, off. That would
1: be. That would get people
0: yeah. You start off with, I would say, Jericho. start off with Hangman Adam Page because I feel like you could easily, yeah. like he's a hot Bay face. I can lose, no problem. Start him off with that, and then I would say Jericho because Jericho could turn face mm. for a little bit. You could easily do, a, do that whole mm. like. Well, buddy, didn't she? Hear, I heard from the dirt sheets that you cheat uh, cheated on your wife multiple times. Damn, <laughs> just like just something like that, you know, like it, it'll yeah. write itself. And then Jericho could be a face for a little bit, and then you know you can always because he's entertaining. So, and but, then you have him beat Kenny Omega, and then at that, that's when you hear that. Of wait, cult Jericho beats Omega. No, uh, MJF beats beats Omega, Omega and then. Punk comes out at the end of that.
1: That would be really. And that good. way
0: you have. That way you have. CM Punk lose Ooh. to MJF.
1: I can only imagine then, what. I can only imagine what Punk would say about MJF right now. Or, or probably like him, his devo- like his, I don't know if he got divorced or what, but about that. Got, uh, <laughs> oh split God. from his
0: fiance. So like I said, there's a lot of there's a lot of stories there for. For oh, MJF and that would Kenny, be... and there's a lot of stories you can do with Kenny Omega. Um, I think if, like I, said, I think to, after Takeshita, I'd say do the story with MGF, and then I maybe have them need, do a, a reconcile with Hangman Page and do I a FTR was
1: still I we still need a kenya mega Blood and Guts match, because I don't think we've ever gotten that good. Like The first one was supposed to be the Elite versus Inner Circle, but
0: never happened because
1: of COVID, that didn't happen. So, the Elite and a Blood and Guts would be very good.
0: Could you do like a special... Because I know that you could do, you know, they do the Blood and Guts special, but 'Cause you can could, either you can always do the the um the outsiders versus team AEW and then have Team Elite versus Team House of Black or Team Um or the uh
1: Undisputed Elite. you have that in there as well? So Ooh, I was thinking uh if if Roderick Strong was available, you know, you have Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, uh Bobby Fish and Roderick Strong versus Penny Omega, uh Hangman and the Unbox, that would be that would be pretty good. Yeah, because Bobby Fish is what
0: is he? Is that impact for that brief, like, couple weeks? And then yeah, did he just, just got, go boxing and training people? Is that what happened? I,
1: I guess so. I don't yeah. know if that's a lie or not. <laughs> Who knows at this point? <laughs> um,
0: but I think, like I said, Kenny. I think I think you could do the elite feud with House of Black and have fun with that, and just do a combination of trios, tag teams. Because could you imagine seeing um, Buddy Matthews and Brody King versus Omega and Hangman Adam Page?
1: That would be really really good.
0: Like yeah, so there's a lot of stories that you could tell with Kenny. I don't think he's done with AEW as of right now. So
1: I think I think he would be. I don't know. I feel like he really, <clears throat> I feel like he's gonna go to the WWE. I don't. Uh, that sucks to even think about because without touching but he did say that he wanted to be a legend without ever going to WWE uh, and only a few people have done that like uh, well do something to the lighter, a little bit, Sting kind of Okada Okada uh, Great Muda,
0: he never went to WWE I think at the end of the day you'll have um, the Girls of Destiny that will be up there as well unless yeah. something happens you know that's oh. the thing. I think Kenny is too passionate with AEW to leave.
1: Yeah, like he started this, and yeah, and everyone says it just because just because Cody, Cody love doesn't mean because Cody is not Kenny, you know, they, no, because what please well, please Kenny Omega, might not please, with well, Cody, with co- please Cody. You know,
0: like I said, and it's like, it's one of those things that it did hurt AEW a little bit, and I miss Cody in AEW, but. At speaking, the end of the day, he wanted like, to be world
1: champion, and like first, he didn't want to turn him. Like the first Dynamite that he wasn't at, I was there in uh, Nashville. It was, it was like the very next Wednesday after he left, and not one person talked about Cody. Like the crowd was still I, – I felt in Nashville like the second time they went, the crowd was really, really hot, uh, really, really good. And I didn't see one person talking about Cody, that they missed Cody or anything. That's I think
0: it, I think it's, just, it's sad because – That's pretty sad. Like we have talked about it before, fans get fickle when things don't go their way or when people don't turn heel, you know. And it's funny because the same people that stood because I I met Cody at his last autograph signing for AEW, um, before Dynamite, and a whole huge line of people, right, to meet Cody. Almost a guarantee, almost every single one, besides me and my fiance, because she loves Cody. Um, but every one of them was still booing and hating him. But I'm like, you have a Cody Rhodes.
1: Why are you then, like, kid?
0: why did you meet Cody? Like, if you're you're, like, yeah. you're, just following a trend, and I get you paid your money, you can boo and cheer all you want, but the thing right. is, Cody right. never, like, botched hardly, or botched at all, because that's how good, it, you know. Yeah. It's just one of those things, like, fans will turn fickle so fast. Right. And when some that's, fans, really and some that's of those really fans don't think, why, why is Kenny Omega so great? The thing is, the genius about Kenny Omega is you're still talking about him. Okay, you can go back. You can watch a few different versions of Kenny through New Japan, AEW, AAA, and he is still one of the best talents you have on that on any roster. Like if, you know, he would be a great addition to WWE. But the thing is, they it does not fit his style of wrestling. Hmm. At the end of the day, it does not fit his style. Um, let's see. Uh, Brian David says Brian Nelson was right about fickle fans. Yep,
1: yeah, he said 2018. And fast forward to 2023. Oh, just look at, look at look
0: what they're doing to Rhea Ripley. Look at look at look at all the stuff they're doing to her. Like, you know, you have to pipe in sound for you know for some of the eight for the some of the WE matches.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Like like you can just hear like when you're having a match and they look like, if you if you go on YouTube and put in WWE sounds, oh. like a, a sound, it's the same sound you hear, you know, WWE uh show like that's really bad imba- that's really bad that you gotta pump in no i know aw sometimes the crowds are not hot but at least they don't you know oh,
2: yeah,
1: yeah.
0: what's up what's up what's up what's you can jo- pop in for the last few minutes
2: sorry <laughs> yeah i had a, I had uh some homework to do
0: oh you're fine i well, still haven't we, finished it but we, i needed a break yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. we can keep the conversation going for a little bit longer Um, so the question was addressed uh, to Connor Um, I'll ask you now Um, what's next for Kenny Omega Like now that he's no longer a trios champion like what do you see happening with Kenny
2: personally I really want him to feud with Malachi Black and then I think he would lose that give Malachi some heat I think the matches would be great Uh, and then I'd want him to move on to Adam Cole because they have that unfinished story there but really I think it's if it's not Malachi Black, it's also uh, it's also they're going to tell the story with Hangman, and it's going to be like the Bucks and Hangman trying to get Kenny to like rejoin that. It's going to be them dealing with Kenny uh, losing the title, even though it's kind of the Bucks' fault. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of ways you can go. It's really exciting, actually. That's why I think this episode on uh, on tomorrow is going to be great.
0: Yeah, I'm excited to see what's going to happen. Uh, what is, did you guys like the ending to last week's Dynamite? Because like I love that little oh, teaser.
1: I loved it. It reminded me of old school AEW, like the like episode one type stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. like that's what it reminded me of.
2: That whole episode was great.
1: The that Wait, uh the was... ending, like I, I remember the ending of uh, uh we was when uh, not the one that Jake Hager debuted at, but like I think it was like the the episode go home before full gear and the elite and. The inner circle just had a complete brawl, and then, like stuff like that is what, like day one AEW. So I really liked yeah. last week.
2: Yeah, I, it, I thought that uh, that whole episode was phenomenal. You open the show with the pillars, and then you go to the elite. That's really there, there's two foundations AEW, and those are both of them right there.
0: Yeah, and I
1: thought they did a good job with like showcasing that last week. I seen someone post like the picture of our, our revolution. Where Kenny, uh, where Kenny Omega the Young Bucks were together and Moon Hangman, it was acting like he was going to uh, turn on Kenny at Revolution. Uh, then they had the same picture, but with th- the same picture, again, in Hangman looking around, like looking back at him.
2: Yeah, there's so many ways you can go with the story. You can bring in uh, Ibushi, do Golden Lovers versus Young Bucks too, because yeah. the first one is phenomenal. Uh, you can do another Omega versus Paige. If you want to, I don't think you need to, but if you want to,
1: that's what they're gonna see Now that they you know Stu Grayson's back, is he gonna join the Dark Order? Is he gonna join the elite? What's going on? Is he not gonna go with any of them? Like, they've created this, this uh, like you have to watch next week type thing,
2: mm-hmm, yeah. Oh, yeah. I hope that's reflected in viewership numbers,
1: yeah. Like, oh. that's the stuff that uh. Like kind of like I like day one AW stuff. Day, yeah. to have.
0: You know, one thing that if you're out talk about, I guess we could talk about it now. But how, how like, you know, barrier breaking was, you know, the golden lovers.
1: Oh, it's very. There, yeah. there kind of hasn't meat. really been but a kind story of like before. lovers, like 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 you know, like you have the regular pizza with the elite, in the unbox, <laughs> but then you have meat lovers, which is a little bit better.
2: <laughs> um it's it's such a good story i like i literally like i wrote a paper for my english 102 class about it really so, yeah I, I it was able to the teacher was like just choose whatever assignment you want it's got to be uh you had to do an informational one and i it was pretty much like why professional wrestling is not rest uh is not sports it's uh like theater yeah so it's like an argumentative essay but i use that as an example but oh cool there's just so many layers to this story, and it is, in my opinion, the most complicated story told in professional wrestling because it's been going on since, like, Kenny, before Kenny Omega went to Japan, when he was still in Canada, when he was, in, like, young in ROH, and then he's, like, he calls out Ibushi, he's like, I want to have a great match with you, and then he just goes and does it, and then they become friends, at, like, real-life friends and also friends in the ring after that, and then you have Ibushi, who is just immensely talented, like it's at the time of the story, it was the narrative was that it was more so than Omega. And at the time it was probably true. Uh And you have Ibushi pursuing greater things and Kenny's kind of still stuck in the mid card. That's why he becomes the cleaner. The cleaner can't cost, like you can't harm Ibushi during his match of styles, but he's still costing the match. And then eventually they reunite, but now they're torn apart by AW. There's just so many things you can go with it. I think it needs to continue.
0: Yeah. You know, and that's one thing I forgot to like. I mentioned it like briefly last week, but I always it's like one of those other like chapters of Kenny Omega's. It's not, I guess maybe it's a little overshadowed a little bit with the Bullet Club, but I feel like it's one of the best stories that New Japan's told. Oh,
2: yeah, I definitely agree with that. Yeah, people don't talk, people just talk like, oh, yeah, he had a banger match with Okada. Oh, yeah, he held it, he held the belt for a while. No, Ibushi is the best part of his, the Golden Lover story is the best part of his New Japan run. Yes, I'll stand by that.
0: So, all right. Well, let's see. Um, I'm sorry, guys. I'm trying to think of anything else we could talk about with this one. I uh, not doing too hot. No, <laughs> um, good. With uh, with Kenny Omega, do you think that do you think that fans just something like maybe like the modern wrestling fan just don't understand like the level. Like like the level and layers of Kenny Omega, and that's why they have a hard time like seeing like why we we're so high on Kenny Omega. Like do you, like do you think they just need to like look more into it? Like do you think he needs to cater more to the casual fans, or do you think he like, uh, or the casual fans just need to look at what he's I doing? I feel like
1: At this point, you know I know a lot of fans that never watch wrestling, but when AEW started, like I didn't watch a look at wrestling, not WWE or anything, but when AEW started, I watched AEW. And now they know who Kenny Omega is, uh, but I feel like when they try to do, uh, like, they try to talk about stuff that well that's not even in AEW, then they're having to go watch this and then they have to Google this and then they have to go watch New Japan and all that. That confuses people a little bit. Uh, but you know, I feel like he's a pretty casual wrestler at this point, even though AEW doesn't draw like two million viewers. Fans still. Even like the majority of WWE fan base know who Kenny Omega is. You know if they don't watch AEW, Uh, he is a household. I I think he's a household name, Kenny Omega. Um, I don't know. I feel like it's uh, not everyone watches New Japan type thing. Like not everyone. I guess you could put that in there. Um, What was the question again? Like to see if- it
0: was more of, like, do you think casual fans, like, have a hard time understanding yeah. Kenny Omega?
1: I could see that, yeah, because sometimes they can, uh, I guess with the Match Wednesday, like, not everyone knows who this person is, and I guess they just, it's just not the casual thing that they're used to. Like, AEW's done stuff a little bit differently than, you know, like a bigger promotion, mm-hmm. like, uh, but they're one of the first to, like, uh, it's kind of like, I guess I'd say Marvel in a way, like, you have to watch this movie to understand this, then you have to watch this to understand that, and this to understand But uh, if you love wrestling, then you watch all of it, I guess. Uh, no. Uh, listen, <laughs> I, I can't, I couldn't do it, but some to watch, WWE, New Japan, AEW, I just don't have that much time in a lifetime, in a life, in a, in a day span to watch all that. It's um, called
0: recording and fast forwarding.
1: <laughs> yeah, I just don't have the patience to do that. Like, I, like the wrestling wrestling I watch has been the AEW and a little bit of Impact. Uh, I I just can't follow up on everything, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I
2: feel that. I feel like uh, Kenny Omega is definitely. I wouldn't call. There's very few wrestlers who I would call like a household name nowadays. Like John Cena and The Rock. Those are like, I wouldn't even call Roman Reigns a household name because, yeah, he's done some movies, but
1: oh, uh, uh, sorry, could you up? But like, did did you guys see the HBO Max show where this woman says, uh, uh, like, I don't know what they were talking about, but it was like, I'd like, like, uh, like uh, that would that would be like if Roman Reigns went to the AEW, like that, like that was really cool, Hmm. like it, it was in an HBO Max series, and I didn't even know what it was. Someone posted on Twitter and that was pretty pretty cool. I didn't see that. Anyways.
2: I have not seen it either. But um what was I gonna say? Like I feel like for Omega, I don't think he needs to start appealing to casual viewers more. I feel like where a lot of the, the charm and almost like intimacy of his story comes from the fact that he does not explicitly giving out each individual detail of the story. A lot of it is stuff that you're gonna have to infer, a lot of stuff is if you've watched it, you'll be rewarded by having seen that prior context. If you haven't seen it, you'll be rewarded by going back and understanding that story. It is weird, because wrestling, a lot of the times, is jumping onto a moving train of stories. Because <laughs> Depending on where yeah. you start, you know, you might be joining in the middle of a story. That's that's how I started with yeah. uh, AEW. I started with... The first episode I watched was... Uh, it was the one right after... It was the one right after Double or Nothing 2020. And so, for some reason, like... Uh, it was right after Brian Cage debuted. I was like, I have no idea who this guy is. I, so I, when I see that, for for me, it's I see a new wrestler, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to just Google their best. I'm going to like go yeah. on the line, find their best match. And I'm going to watch that. So I feel like uh, a lot of the argument that bringing in these unknown people is dumb is kind of unfair to those people because they are known just for a different audience, and especially for El Hijo del Vikingo because. He has been scheduled to face Omega. I think it was two years ago. Well, no, about a year ago because it was late
1: 2021.
2: Yeah. And so there's, and there's also been a lot of, uh, AAA, like people of our, we've had Andrade versus Kenny Omega in AAA. Mm-hmm. So it's, it, I just feel like it's a lot of unfair criticism. I
1: thought they could have done that in AAA at this point. Cause the
2: Omega match? Yeah.
1: This Omega match they're doing.
2: Well, it was going to happen, but then he got injured.
1: They could have still yeah. done it.
2: Well, like, I, I just wouldn't have wanted to see an injured Kenny doing that.
1: But no, I mean, like, no, like, I could do it now. Like, like oh, now, that you've yeah. done that. I, I think
2: know. I don't think AAA cares as much about having the first of something because as a used lot to, of, I used to
1: because I thought well, didn't they have a partnership with AEW in the beginning with. They did, but Conan
2: keeps calling like Tony Khan a horrible Booker and stuff.
1: Yeah, <laughs> so I I, it, I, didn't, I didn't know he was over that. I didn't know he he owned that.
2: Yeah, he, he's uh, he's he's not the owner, but he's the. I think he books a lot of it, and he's a lot of. Uh, he works with a lot of talent there. Yeah, he's kind of a cornball, though. He's clearly trying to get into WWE's uh, trying to get a job with WWE or trying to get some kind of recognition from him. But no, oh, it's, no, it's crazy because didn't Road Dog do the same thing? Yeah, Road Dog did the same thing. He tried <laughs> to suck up to TK, and then TK was like, nah, man, you're not getting a job. I think like him. He's,
1: uh, he's inducting Rey my Mysterio into the Hall of Fame, I believe.
2: Yeah, I think that's fair. I think yeah, that's cool a, that's a good choice.
1: Which uh, Rey Mysterio requested him and I yeah, like yeah. that's normally what it is like not all the time, but some of the uh well, if you're gonna duck someone I feel like they have a personal feeling, like it'd be like uh I don't know. Linda McMahon and Linda McMahon and and Undertaker into the Hall of Fame with they have no like personal level stuff, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Well, I just think it's interesting if you look at if you want to go if you want to keep on this topic, but the whole, the whole like when Takeshita did the, did the salute to Eddie Guerrero, but
1: why yeah, didn't you call really.
0: out? Why didn't you call out Jericho, and the Bucks, and you know others that say aren't a Latino historic you know her- you know heritage? It's just to me like you're now just saying something about this. Like if it's that serious of an issue. Or why didn't you just be respectful and reach out to Takeshta privately? Like, That's, this is all yeah. culture appreciation. Like, what like nit- a topic on, I feel on like here
1: look at this nitpicking now? Like, anything now, almost how Eric mm. Bischoff is doing too. Yeah,
2: yeah they're, they're, they're all they realize that they're gonna get paid for being on a podcast, for being online, for anything if they're gonna be insulting AEW because they know there's a big market for people who are gonna do that. <laughs> Um, it's not gonna work out for them in the long run because eventually that money's gonna run out. The narrative that AEW yeah. is dying is clearly not true when they have another hour of TV coming soon. Uh, yeah. Yeah. it's it's only just a matter of time until they do. They just know what's proper for them. And hey, if you're chasing that bag, might as well. You know, I'm not gonna insult you for that.
0: I will uh,
1: I will call you a cornball, actually. So I guess I will insult I like you for
0: it. I like that. I like the cornball.
1: I know uh here lately, Tony Khan's been like Narrative that everyone who batches AEW is like a bot account or a fake account. which is his
2: own an information analytics like company.
1: That's not. That's what's interesting about it because because I'm not a bot and you know I criticize A. It's not like I hate AEW, but, yeah, but it's...
0: no,
2: but I think he means like the, the accounts that were created like in 2021, 2022 that are all like the Roman avatars with all these like yeah. only talking like stupid stuff. I, I don't think Garretts a bot.
1: I, garrett ha, garretts too funny. i don't know it's too is.
2: deranged to be a bot he at,
1: at this point he he uh he says he doesn't do it but on AEW stuff like he'll spam the entire oh, chat.
2: yeah that that's definitely garrett
1: but, like i i confirmed about it and then he said that's not me but every single and you and you, you trash a w on there i don't know it's just it's not like i'm a w oh and I didn't know this, but I'm a WWE fan, guys. I got a picture of Tony Khan. Uh, someone told me I'm a WWE fan. Mm-hmm. I, I love got, when people say that to me. I it's got a really picture, funny. I got a picture of me with Tony Khan, and <laughs> I'm supposed to be a WWE. I haven't watched WWE, and God, I, I know what's going on with Cody, and I don't. I haven't
2: watched them. And... I don't even know what's going on with Cody. Is the whole story just his dad is Dusty Rhodes? Like, is that it?
0: His jazz Dusty Rhodes is going up against Roman Reigns and That's, the Bloodline, and uh, there's something. So with, much.
2: There's so much they could have
1: done,
0: and they lost some stuff with um,
1: some. I, um, I did like the line with Roman Reigns. Never seen. Uh, he he basically said, "You started your own wrestling company. You couldn't get over there." <laughs> I think <laughs> that
2: Cody could probably fry Roman on the mic, but I think that, that they're Roman. not allowing him to because I'm betting that yeah. I, I'm thinking Roman might retain, so they don't, they don't want, want him to look a, too yeah. bad.
0: They don't want to shrimp I wonder
1: who idea. beats after cody i thought the only person is randy orton left that he hasn't won against
2: i have no idea
1: He's doesn't beat everybody
2: i know that the (laughs) 1000th day of his title run is at a saudi show so
0: so they could probably pull the trigger on cody at saudi and then have him lose
2: that's so insane what a moment
0: but then but then again saudi (laughs) arabia they could pay for anything if True, if, could, and also could, they yeah. may be the new bosses as the time recording. You know, we're still waiting to see if they're selling and who they're selling to.
2: Imagine telling Sami Zayn that his new boss is the Saudi Arabian government. That's oh, dude, so he would, I
0: think he would quit and go to AEW.
2: Good. That's he does. That's he should be allowed to.
0: Well, yeah. it's like that would yeah. be
1: that would be a little nightmare.
0: Well, and look at all the female wrestlers too, because they're not. Oh, necessary. yeah. What are they going to do? Like, think about it, because they're they're breaking. They're they're not. They're a little more lenient. But the women still have to wear like full-on I did hear
1: that, uh, track suits uh, to wrestle. That WWE uh acknowledged that it wasn't even real or something like that they haven't had have any talks with anyone. Like you never know, had the purchase in it, but that doesn't mean that they wouldn't purchase it. Like even though there hasn't been talks, yeah. I know oh, Saudi Arabia yeah. would be on it.
2: I'm betting that it's because Vince came back and he set a ridiculously high price just so he can, you know, stay in in the company and control.
0: Get in control. getting in control Because Because think about it, he's slowly Slowly putting his hands back into the pot it sounds like. And who called he, that?
1: I think all of us. <laughs> when the CM Punk, it was at a, it was that a thing, and he said that like you, like you're not going to tell me that. And oh yeah, like, give it. It's clearly like, like Mr. Man's not going to have something to do with it. Like he's not he's not just going to sit back and. But Triple H, like that, like that's going to be when he dies. When Triple mm-hmm. H really get, <laughs> hate to say it, but.
0: Well, no. the, the thing about it,
1: like he'll, and like even when he's dead, he'll still have something to do with WWE. Like his name will always. Because mm-hmm.
0: he forced out
1: Stephanie. Yeah. Where yeah, that...
0: the other, or Nick Con's and the CEO Triple H is still now the head Booker in charge of
1: talent. was a, a big mess over there. I would, I would hate to work there. What is
2: Triple H doing? Also, like this WrestleMania card is so bad. <laughs> It's, it's not so bad. There's five matches that I think will be good.
0: I think... I don't know. I think he's trying to make some different and unique matches. Because... But Brock and... That one's a weird one. Brock and Oho or Omo's. We, we know like,
2: who that's booked for. <laughs> we, we know.
0: And the thing about it, if, if, if the guy can actually come out and put on a decent big man match, I'll be okay with it, but...
2: I don't think he can.
0: <laughs> it's one of those things that, like... like People are praising his done. match match card, but yeah, they wanted, wanted to do anything. AEW's last one, even though AEW put one of the best paper reads of the year. If they
1: wanted to do anything. They could have put Goldberg against Omos. They should have. Yeah.
0: And there you go. Quick, little you know, five minute match. There you
1: go. Like, because Goldberg doesn't wrestle. Five minutes but he
0: apparently his contract's gone and he's no longer WWE. So please don't book him in AEW. The
2: only way I would accept him in AEW is if it's against Wardlow and Wardlow squashes him and then he's just gone. That's the only way I would accept it.
0: (laughs) I could see him being a manager. Like if he wants to be a manager or
1: or he could, you know, well, in my opinion, he has been a good wrestler never. I don't (laughs) he has never been a good wrestler.
0: Like calm down there, Bret Hart. Jeez. (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, it's, it's not. It's not just Bret Hart. Like William Regal, like, William tried maybe, to. Yeah. He, he tried to get in the wrestle, and he couldn't wrestle. Like isn't in this documentary, and like basically Goldberg was was just a uh, like WWE had their Stone Cold, and they wanted that same type of person. So Goldberg's a football player. They teach him a couple moves, and then, but then they noticed that he was doing the same stuff, and then they had William Regal try to work with him, and then he couldn't do not one technical move. I mean, Goldberg's mainly a uh, basically a shot at WWE for Stone Cold, which which, which Vince instrument not this man, but uh, Eric Bischoff said he even admitted that.
2: Yeah, uh, I think uh, I, I, I hope that it's Goldberg's time to retire. He's lost to everyone I don't he's know what needed he to, lose to, do. to.
1: I mean, I guess I mean, the only match, the Undertaker. like, really the only match, like, Aiden said would be Wardlow, because Wardlow gets that, like, yeah. the same type of, or used to do that same type of entrance.
2: Mm-hmm. But. That's the only oh, way.
1: Right. I don't know what's her besides... World that or Satnam Singh. <laughs> <I
2: see. laughs> that would be pretty funny. Satnam so, Singh is just yeah. better almost.
1: Or just, just have Moxley would... destroy him. I mean, Goldberg, I don't know what's her so him to do. There's
0: not. I think at this time, if he came back, did the stuff for your son, won the championship. I think it's time, I, I think it's time he rides off into the sunset, just does backstage stuff if he wants to do that. You know, Or if not, just enjoy being retired. Just be like or a football scout or something.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like he could do that. Yeah, because he really was a good. I don't know if he was a good football player, but he could damn spear someone. Have you seen like who was it? it was I think it was Randy Orton. Oh my god, it's like a football tackle. Mm-hmm. So he'd be. I think he played for the cool. Minnesota Vikings.
0: he could Very be a football nice.
1: scout or something.
0: Yeah, maybe a talent scout for. i not see me a talent scout for WWE, but.
1: I but I will now. say, that Goldberg's one of the nicest wrestlers you could meet. Uh, I met Goldberg once. It was me and my uncle, and uh, we like we only paid for one autograph, <laughs> but he ended up signing five items of us and getting a picture with all me, my uncle, and my grandmother.
0: Yeah, uh, that's which cool.
1: we which we didn't even pay for half of that. So
0: yeah, see, I have I have respect for that. Bret
2: Hart has left the chat though. <laughs> he said he's nice, and now he's now he's furious. I do
1: I do agree that you know Goldberg wasn't fully trained, and that's not totally his fault. You know, it's not I mean, his it,
2: fault. Yeah, either. they put him on TV way too early,
1: but. Bro, just get over it. Like, how long are we going to be on? This?
0: Well, the thing is, at this point, you know,
1: Goldberg's like my...
0: even said he's trying to reach out and try to because apologize. And...
1: Because if, if Goldberg wouldn't have entered his career, Bret Hart would have been retired by now, anyways.
0: Yeah.
2: I feel like the, the problem is that Bret Hart sees people like Goldberg get paid millions of dollars to do like two matches. And like, if that were to happen to me and like I couldn't wrestle because, you know, I got kicked in the face by this guy. I would like. I would also be pretty upset. That's a million dollars yeah. that you're missing out on, and he all, like he did have to. Well, have you yeah. So, but like I, I get, yeah. I understand being upset, but I also understand Goldberg's. He's tried to reach out. I, it's just yeah. kind of like a bad situation, and sometimes you just can't avoid those.
0: So yeah. All right. Well, that's gonna do it tonight uh, for talking elites. Thank you, In, for coming on. Thank you, Connor.
2: Sorry, I joined so
0: late. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, you're fine. You know, you only got like you yeah. know rocket science to study for
2: no i don't know why i have coding homework i don't that's not my major i mean biology what is coding that's... i have to type in this program called r to make like graphs yep. and stuff i
1: hate r i don't know how to do this stuff i'm
0: getting ready to learn that here in a couple of last sections so i, I it's feel difficult. your pain
1: <laughs> yeah. i'm just it's bad awesome. at it i don't know if you showed this last two comments but five man champs
2: that would be crazy i feel like you could just do uh you could do a tournament though and do like a, a trophy and then you could have that be defended like you a, the king of pro wrestling.
1: That could be like a wrestling Olympics, almost. Like, Team USA team. I'm surprised there isn't a wrestling Olympics. Which, like, you don't have to include WWE, but in uh, Omega and Matthews, I've been wanting to see that match for a long, long, long... Like, of course, we've gotten the trios matches, but... I worry if long.
2: Matthews is still, is still 205 Live great, because he had a match with Okada, and it was just fine. Like how are you gonna have a match with Okada and it's just fine?
1: Well, Sometimes uh, everybody can have an off night. True. Most times, uh, a lot of guys like Matthews, especially is, uh, but like the guys he has chemistry with, like I, I don't like Kenny Omega. He would quit pretty quickly because they wrestle the same way, so they, they they they'd pick up really really fast. But Omega and Matthews could be match of the year. Oh. It could it could be a contender. He is the like I, I can't even told him that he was the Australian version of King Omega. All right,
0: well that's gonna do it for talking elite tonight. Thank you to my wonderful panel. It's always good to have you guys on. Uh, next week we will be doing a whole fun podcast. Uh, Connor came up with the idea in the middle of recording. Uh, we'll be talking about our favorite factions throughout the years. So we'll be talking anywhere from the Bloodline to you know the NWO to the Elite. We'll have a fun show on that and talk about the importance of having factions in your company. So uh, thanks again for Connor and Aiden. Uh, Make sure you guys check us out on Twitter at All Elite Zone 1. Make sure you guys hit the link down below and subscribe because we'll be back tomorrow night for our Dynamite watch-along show. So it's going to be a lot of fun. We'll stream Dynamite and uh, talk about it. And then um, we will catch you guys on Friday for Rampage. Then we'll see you guys next week for Talking Elite.